0: These are really
1: beautiful. Come, you try.
0: No, I don't know how to do this
1: stuff. No, 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 sit down. No, no, I may mess it up. I don't want to mess it
2: up for something. Close eye. Trust. Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one clipping minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today is the Miyagi
1: of the Minute by Minute podcasting community, Father David Maury. Welcome to the show. Uh, robin Son, matt Son, thank you very much for having me on the show. <laughs> no problem. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Uh, this is Minute
2: 31 of The Karate Kid. It begins with Daniel entering Miyagi's shop, with permission this time, huh. and ends with Daniel trusting Miyagi. Hmm. So that was quick. Yeah. Yeah. Only took one minute (laughs) and a a fixed bike. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, I think that that will really speed along the next uh, 45 minutes or so of this movie. I mean, if, (laughs) if Miyagi already has Daniel-san's trust, (laughs) what else are we going to do? I know. I love that. We're into
2: this part of the movie though. The first 30 minutes is just all set up and we're just, we just want Daniel and Miyagi to, you know, get together. And so, so to speak, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because, uh, you know, if you know anything or have heard about the Karate Kid at all, it, it, you know that this this man is going to teach this boy how to do karate, and
1: things will be better. But first, gardening. At first, gardening. It's yes, a, it's such a slow burn in this relationship. It gives it gives a lot more credence to what their relationship eventually means, not only in this movie, but in subsequent movies, that we don't just jump right into the training montage. We have this slow burn of a boy new to the area and a man with Miyagi's past slowly entering the orbit of each other's lives. And Seeing that start to happen in this scene lays a lot of good groundwork for what their relationship is going to be going forward in the movie. Yeah, uh, I mean, just the way that Miyagi introduces the the gardening of the the bonsai tree and talking mm-hmm. about it in terms of training it. Yeah. I really, uh, I really jumped on it. I
2: was like, "Oh, he said I train, mm-hmm. you know," I, I, and and uh, that that means a lot. I mean, he, Daniel is going to be clipped. He's going to be tied here and there. And <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, did I? You know, saying Daniel's going to be clipped does not sound very good. I Yee. should uh, or tied. Uh, <laughs> what's that? What's that old man tying that young boy up?
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yikes!
2: Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, hello, DCFS. What have you uh, done, Robin? I, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, welcome to the Karate Kid Minute. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's starting all over again. <laughs> no, uh, no, but you know, he's he's sculpting them. he's molding him in a way. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah. Miyagi is when he's working with the bonsai tree, he's directing the natural growth of the tree in a particular way, not doing any violence to it, but shaping it and molding it in a in a, a gentle but formative way, and he's going to do the same thing. For Daniel, where mm-hmm. he's he's not going to force Daniel to be anything other than he is. But the whole point of the training that Daniel will go through eventually in this movie is that he's going to become more of who he's supposed to be, that he's going to be- go from this kind of rough, wild, all over the place kid into something focused and uh, something that reflects artistry.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: he's eventually te- he's
2: just teaching him focus. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I noticed in these minutes that like, this is the first, I mean, I, I've been seeing Daniel as, you know, like a te- teenager, a student, uh, you know, I'm a young man falling in love, meet cute stuff. But in these minutes, I see him as a boy. I don't see him. I, I see him as the kid, you know,
1: <laughs> Yeah. I don't
2: see him as like a, you know, a growing man or something, you know, a young man. I, I see him as, you know, like really just kind of going underneath Miyagi's wing here and, or, you know, and, and, eventually trusting him like we said um mm-hmm. uh let's just kind of go through this minute uh got some notes here but jump in when you want uh I got, so we have daniel walking in and uh my first bit of trivia here is uh the crew shot pat morita trimming a tree so many times eventually he had to start faking it
1: because <laughs> there was no tree
2: left <laughs> yeah, said, just shave it right down to its bare branches <laughs> Uh, also, the other bit of trivia uh, is that uh, the for the commentary, I watched the commentary, and it's got Jan, John Appleton on it. And as soon as the scene comes on, John Appleton says, "Hey, those are my glasses." <laughs> so uh, Yagi? Yeah. Wow. So Pamela is wearing John Appleton's glasses. <laughs>
0: uh, I wonder so how maybe strong the really, prescription
1: is on those glasses. Yeah.
0: You, yeah, he's not really looking through them, is he? He's kind
2: of looking over them, maybe. He seems to be look, looking down through them like, like they are yeah. a pair of, like...
1: Uh, Every so often, he remembers he's wearing them, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, wearing somebody else's prescription is terrible.
1: <laughs> I, You know,
2: there are glasses out there that, you know, they're almost like magnifiers or just making things a little bit clearer. I, I, not so much as a prescription, but those you buy, at like a like a CVS or something. So maybe, like, maybe it's one of those, you know? Mm. Uh, so, okay, so the, uh, so Daniel walks in and the screen door brushes against the bamboo wind chimes and Daniel like immediately reaches his hand up to silence them <laughs> Like, I don't want to disturb anything that's going on here. I don't want to like the last time I walked in, you know, he, he's, I got glared at. He set off Miyagi's trap. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. that's his <laughs> Oh alarm. no. He knows he's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The uh, giant log's going to come just come down and smush Daniel so so is, is that <laughs> Miyagi's doorbell is that his the equivalent of the shop bell that rings when someone comes in cuz i don't remember that being all that helpful when Daniel came bursting in earlier <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't remember actually. Yeah, uh, was it there
0: before, or has he installed it because of that first incident? <laughs>
1: because of Daniel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want any kids getting in here. Uh, a noisy kid and two is, Oh, I gotta get ready for him.
2: <laughs> uh, I've been, uh, believe it or not, having a lot more Karate Kid discussions than I used to uh, these days. Really? Uh, hmm. Yeah. Why is that? Do you think (laughs) so? So I ended up uh, rewatching a couple of the movies that I don't often rewatch, which is three and the next Karate Kid, which we will eventually be covering on this podcast. Uh, And it's just so funny, Matt. I wanted to say that like these the the stuff I've caught in uh, Karate Kid three and the next Karate Kid made me feel very dumb for some of our earlier conversations. But I guess Well, for one thing, I was I was like, "What's Kata? The other, <laughs> like, I think it was like last week, and Kata is such a, like a big thing in three and in four. Mm. So, <laughs> so uh, I I I I did want to kind of set a little uh, maybe a rule here for our podcast that like I guess I'm watching this. It's m- much like a lot of people who watch you know Star Wars movies. They don't want to rem- they don't want to take the prequels into account just you know just yet. You know, they want to approach it as if it's its own movie. So mm-hmm. uh, let's just say I'm not dumb and uh, <laughs> I, I didn't forget this stuff. It's that I'm approaching Karate Kid as if it's the only movie out there.
1: <laughs> there was that- only one movie ever made, and it was <laughs> The Karate Kid. No yeah. other entries into the cinematography of anyone's career has ever existed. That's right. That's
2: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that makes things easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to have a lot of guests on this show because nobody has anything else to talk about in cinema. <laughs> <laughs> all these people just yearning to talk about film, but the only one to talk about is Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah, is that even.
2: we don't even call it film. Like, we just kind of cut to the chase. Just, you know, I watched the Karate Kid the other night, and then I went to bed, and then I got up, put on the Karate Kid. <laughs> but all that, all that's to say uh, that I did, like I said, I rewatched Karate Kid 3, and uh, as Daniel is helping Miyagi leave the South Seas, this these wind chimes are the last thing that Daniel takes. He grabs a little uh, broom and lifts it up off its hook and carries it out and turns the light off. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, so it's ve- it's very cyclical. It's, it's yeah. All... First
1: thing he touches when he comes in is the last thing he touches when he leaves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's
2: like a poetry. It rhymes right right and i'm gonna save that note for when we talk about karate kid 3 and i'll be like the only movie that i'm gonna acknowledge exists is karate kid 3 (laughs) that's just to cover your butt
0: when you forget karate kid 1 stuff you mean (laughs) exactly uh
2: so yeah daniel walks in and looks around and he's and the first thing he he's like notices the trees and he says how did they get so small and i went to google because (laughs) i was like i need to answer this question for daniel because you know Miyagi gives it his own answer, but so yeah, I did a deep dive on bonsai trees.
1: Oh boy, I am here for it. So tell tell us all about bonsai, Robin.
2: Okay, I you know I'm sure you can probably fill in some of the blanks that I have here, but uh, I've... so first we're gonna tell everybody that bonsai is not just a type of tree; it's how the tree is taken care of. Mm. It's it means tray planting in Japanese. Uh. The art form is to Matt. You know this. The other oh, yeah. one is to take a tree. <laughs> it is to take a tree in a tray and cultivate it to look like a like a small scale version of a real size tree. Mm. Um, it I think it like a it originated in Egypt and then moved over to China and then was imported to Japan uh, in the ninth century. Um, and yeah, how do they get oh. to be so small? It's because they are kept in a small tray that. that you know, the roots only grow so, so much.
1: So are these particular kinds of trees they work with? I mean, is it a sapling that if planted out in a field somewhere would grow into a mighty pine, but it's just kept <laughs> small because of its environment? Yeah. What uh, what,
2: what species of tree is it? Uh, well, I mean, there's many, many different kinds of trees that they use. Um, and, and, and yeah, I don't know if it's like, if you just kind of took a, like an oak and put it in a pot, you can make a bonsai tree out of it. I guess mm. I don't know enough about that. I will say that one of the most popular, uh, bonsai tree that you can get is called the, is the juniper procumbens, uh, which is what we see being used here in the shop and mm. in the Karate Kid movies. Um, And in fact, I saw some of these bonsai sites actually list the tree
1: if you wanted to order it as the Juniper Karate Kid Bonsai Tree. (laughs) (laughs) They know their market. That's very smart. Well, the juniper makes sense. Uh, Where I live, we have a a lot of juniper bushes uh, around the buildings, and I thought that they looked like stunted trees because they have no foliage or leaves on the bottom trunk, and they expand into this almost flat roof of yeah. greenery at the top so i could see how an expert like mr miyagi would be able then to shape that into something that looks like a little tiny baby tree yep yep uh it, it, it i i saw on the
2: uh you know different websites i looked at this is a great beginner tree like it's it's evergreen it doesn't flower so you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about cl- clipping flowers off everyone you know or making sure that it's you know it doesn't have brown spots it's also easy to prune and to oh, no, train <laughs> so um and uh yeah yeah like we said the 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 word train it's mm-hmm. interesting that this sensei can so expertly train such a little tree into something beautiful mm. Mm. with <laughs> with sharp scissors <laughs> yes uh, hold still, Danielson. Close your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Trust.
1: <gasps> ah! What are you doing with those Clipping shears? You, ah!
0: you didn't
2: need that finger, did you?
0: <laughs>
2: now he
1: hasn't what? yet said
2: Daniel Son, right? Like this is, this is it hasn't happened yet. So. Does he know his name? Uh, uh well Daniel knows his name. We'll get into that.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. But kid with bike and leaky kid with... sink. That's what that's what he is right now. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Loud kid. <laughs>
1: But you used the word uh, "beautiful" before, Robin, and that jumped out at me from uh, from Daniel's dialogue. He's able, you know, he's a, a high school kid, but he has no yeah. problem talking about how beautiful these little trees are. Which, yeah. again, uh, has, has just it's been obvious throughout these this first half hour of the movie that Daniel's a pretty mature kid. Yeah. Overall, you know, for for a kid in high school, he is very comfortable. With himself. Uh he's very comfortable with other people and he's very comfortable saying something that no self-respecting sixteen year old would ever be caught dead saying.
0: <laughs> oh, the really pretty, pretty, that's tree, a pretty little tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And maybe yeah. it's because he's by himself and he doesn't have to look good in front of anybody. But I I think that Daniel it is, is has enough integrity that he would still make that comment even if there were other people around. It's uh, true. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of earlier minutes where we were talking about how, um, uh, he was, uh, he was first coming into the South seas. He's talking to Freddie and then Freddie, like she, he meets the old la- lady with the dog and Freddie is making all these motions like, oh, she's crazy. And, and, mm-hmm. and Daniel's like, no man, she's, she's fine. you know. <laughs> and then he goes and gets the dog some water, you know, it's mm-hmm. all things to speak to his character. Yeah um so daniel asks did you learn this in japan and miyagi says okinawa and it says that it's my country that's my country china here japan here okinawa here mm-hmm.
1: I, so is okinawa I, not part of japan i always thought it was <laughs> i believe yeah, it is it is
2: it, I, I always thought this as a kid like oh okinawa is just another country but no yeah
1: is this like a sicilian an Italy thing? We're Sicilian. Say no, no. We're not Italian. We're Sicilian. Is it, is it the same with you from Okinawa? Like no, no. Yeah. We're not Japanese. We're from Okinawa. They have probably I mean, got their it... own identity. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's a different. Uh, it's a different island. Um, he does point. He does make this pretty clear on this invisible map that only Daniel can see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll point out here: uh, uh, Okinawa is. Uh, what's called a prefecture of Japan, which is like mm-hmm. a jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of 47. Um, it is one. Uh, so Okinawa Island is one of the islands in the Okinawa prefecture. Um, so very unconfusing. <laughs> yes. Uh, other fun fact. I mean, we're going to get into all sorts of Okinawa stuff. I'm sure with Karate Kid too, but yeah, um, we mentioned that Mr. Miyagi is named for Shoujin uh, Miyagi, who became the forerunner of karate in Okinawa, Japan, before. Uh, so Sensei Miyagi created his own style of karate, dubbed Goju Ryu. Did I say it right this time, Matt? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> okay. Which is the inner peace of mind, body, and spirit while using karate, hmm. uh, which sounds very familiar. Um mm-hmm. And, yeah, there is actually a small island off the east coast of Okinawa, and it's called Miyagi Island. And Mm -hmm. I'm I'm assuming it's named after uh, Shojin Miyagi. Um, So the real Miyagi was from uh, Naha, Okinawa, which I think is the capital. And uh, he opened a dojo there. He's renowned as a master. He introduced karate into Okinawa police work, high schools, uh, and it says other fields of society here. I I think I did a Wikipedia deep dive. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, But, yeah, like we'll – oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Well, that, it's just it's it's amazing to me, just the the cultural difference. I mean, uh, I, maybe I just watched too many Kung Fu movies, but everyone seems to be opening dojos all over the place for all schools of martial arts. I mean, they yeah. open up dojos in that part of the world, like we open Starbucks in this yeah. part of the world. I mean, it's just a totally different form of entrepreneurial spirit that happens to evolve real bodily and, and spiritual discipline as opposed mm-hmm. to fast food. <laughs> Well, you know, you do. there's a bit of body and spiritual discipline to eat certain fast foods. Well. <laughs> oh, or maybe a certain lack. Uh, that's how I feel every time I roll through McDonald's. Like, oh, okay, time to go to the dojo again. All right, give me the Whopper. <laughs> okay. How'd
0: you get a Whopper at McDonald's?
1: Oh, no, the discipline has broken down. <laughs> Pain does not exist in this bathroom. does Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. If you're getting a Whopper from McDonald's, that's no McDonald's. Uh, yeah like I said we'll
2: probably get the more Okinawan facts uh, in Karate Kid 2 but I wanted to drop something here for you guys uh, that I mean well one of uh, uh, Chojin Miyagi students that helped carry on Goju Ryu is Sakichi Toguchi and uh, I don't know what you guys if you guys remember who the uh, main bad guy well not the I guess Yeah, he's the he's the evilest bad guy at the end of Karate Kid part (laughs) two. Do you remember what his name is? The young one or the or his mask chosen? Chosen. Do you remember his last name?
1: No, I'm drawing a blank.
2: I did trivia for Cobra Kai Companion last weekend, and I got killed on this trivia question. But his last name is (laughs) Toguchi. Oh. So it's interesting that the main bad guy of Karate Kid Two is his name is a melding of sho, Shojun Miyagi, mm-hmm. chosen, and then this uh, Sakichi Toguchi, uh, who mm. so it's chosen Toguchi. That was interesting. Maybe he's just kind of like I don't know what what name we want to use here, uh, <laughs> but since since the writer Robert Mark Kamen was you know a, a person that studied Okinawan karate, I'm sure he was more inspired than like, what's a Japanese word I could use?
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, bring me the the Japanese random generation dice. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's go with this one. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, okay. So we go on Daniel wondering if he went to school for this and Miyagi says his father teach him, taught him it, I'm I'm reading the script father teach. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, you know, which I'm sure, you know, uh, father David, he's he's a, probably a, fellow priest saying it. it's a father job. Yes, so. I'm,
1: I'm sure that Mr. Miyagi from Okinawa, Japan is talking about a Catholic priest teaching <laughs> him how to, to clip and, <laughs> and care for bonsai trees. Everybody knew <laughs> father teach, come on. <laughs> well, I find it interesting that very subtly here we, we introduce the fatherhood theme that's going to run through the rest of the movie. And yeah. uh, here, here we have Daniel who... Uh, has moved across the country with just his mom. We never hear anything about Daniel's dad. It's it's never even brought up. And so the lack of the father figure in Daniel's life is not readily apparent. So the movie doesn't foist the the father-son dynamic of Miyagi and Daniel on us too strongly. But as the movie goes on, that dynamic becomes clearer and clearer. And it's focused around this idea of instruction, of handing on knowledge and skill and proficiency in something. Miyagi had that same relationship with his father, what he has gained he's received from his father, and now Miyagi is entering into this fatherhood kind of relationship with Daniel through training, through passing on what he knows to the next generation. And Mm -hmm. that's uh, a really... Uh, heartwarming thing to see begin just in the scene where Miyagi, he steps very naturally into it. Because I think Miyagi, he's he's no dummy. He can see that Daniel's in a little bit of trouble. He's in over his head and he needs yeah. someone who's willing to invest in him. Not to scold him, not to lecture him, not to say, now look here, young man, but rather just to give him something so that Daniel can then take it and make it his own. Yeah. that That's a big question of this minute for me.
2: Is that you know? We learn later, you know, learning even just in this movie because is the only movie that exists ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that Miyagi is kind of li- He's like a hermit. He like he's he's had some pain in his life, and mm-hmm. as far as we know, he's just this lonely old guy that works on this hotel and does bonsai to, for, as a hobby. You know, um, so in, in this minute, I'm thinking, is Miyagi just like reacting to Daniel or like, like, uh, Oh, oh yeah, I did something nice for the kid to make, make his life better. Oh, he's interested in this. Oh, I'll bring him in here. Or is this his plan? Does he luring him in here because he wants to be, maybe not jump right into the mentor role, but you know, kind of, Hey, this kid needs to learn about patience and focus.
0: Well, yeah. Maybe the previous scene, him. the previous scene where he like observes Daniel's freak out, makes it seem like, He's gonna come up with a plan. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, because I wasn't sure. I was like, is is he just kind of moving along? He's he's taking Daniel's cues and being like, oh, oh, well, have a seat, you know. I I I'll show you. Or or is it like, I'm gonna get him in here, I'm gonna talk and 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 obviously bonsai is gonna win him over. And (laughs) <laughs> yes
1: the old bonsai trick it never fails all these american teenagers
0: it works on all of them
1: <laughs> well you know he could think well i was a hot-headed teenager
2: and my fisherman mm-hmm. father brought me under his wing to ch- teach me the beauty of bonsai and now i am you know th- that that worked for me that's kind of worked for this kid
1: i don't know yeah i don't think there's any kind of scheme that miyagi has like Matt mentioned the the framing of the previous scene indicate that Miyagi is thinking about okay now here's this kid and okay he's got he's got some issues and he, he's aware of it and i think he's improving in the scene because Daniel is open enough to appreciate the beauty of the bonsai tree and is expressing interest in something that Miyagi knows something about i think he's taking advantage of the opportunity that Daniel has presented here in addition Miyagi is at heart a a kind-hearted person he is a compassionate guy and he is ready to uh make a gift of himself to invest himself in daniel even if it's just this chance encounter it shows um miyagi's own integrity he's willing to take a step outside of himself when presented with this opportunity I I don't think there's any plan past. Okay. Well, I'm going to be nice to the kid, give him some stability and, you know, give him this moment. And then what happens after that? I don't think there's any real plan.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Maybe he's like,
2: I'm going to, I'm going to show him a little bit of focus here, but I don't think he's sticking on himself. I'm going to teach him karate. Of course he's got to be talked into that later anyway. So Yeah. 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 All right. Um, so, yeah, the whole thing where he's uh, Daniel's like, was he a gardener? And, and Miyagi's like, no, he's a fisherman. <laughs> Good eh? job. You know, it's like you don't need to be a gardener to be into bonsai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and yeah, just reading about it, like the, the art of bonsai has been around for so long. that it's probably like just a, a part of Japanese culture. That's something that's that's available to you to work on if you want to. And I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's 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 like, you know, everybody in America maybe would like to play a game of baseball, you know. <laughs> uh, so is that is it could it be, uh, you know, uh, equated to that? I don't know. But I, I'm I'm from Vermont. I have no idea. so <laughs> uh, The novelization, though, says it seemed odd to Daniel that a fisherman could learn such an incredible skill and pass it on to his son. Yet there it was.
1: What's he going to bet against fishermen? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I, Daniel's
1: I got some real hangups. He, he has to work <laughs> through there. So there's some real prejudice against fishermen going on here. It's yeah. very unbecoming of a kid from Jersey. Oh,
2: fishermen, <laughs> Really? Uh, so yeah. So he has, uh, Daniel try and Daniel says he doesn't know how to do this. Uh, I don't, I, don't, I might mess this up. Um, I would love to get a bonsai, get a tree to do some bonsai on. I suppose you want to say, hmm. uh, but I, I, I think I'd be just as nervous. Like I, I saw some junipers online for like fifty bucks, so I, I throw fifty dollars in it and I bring it home and I clip a branch off and I'm like, oh, it's dead now. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's no undo button.
2: Yeah, exactly. Undo. What, control Z uh, That's,
0: <laughs> I don't know if you guys work in an office or or not, like all day like I do, but I've. Caught myself many times in real life making a mistake, and then being like, "Oh, it's okay. I'll just hit Control Z." Oh, wait.
1: (laughs) Oh no! Time continues to flow forward. What's going (laughs) on? Yeah. What do you mean consequences? What are those?
2: (laughs) I I think it would be a really great investment, though, if I was to actually uh, uh, consider doing that. And I. In my research, I saw that there are like many like ancient bonsai trees. Like there's one in Italy and one in Japan. They're both over a thousand years old. Whoa. So it's almost like something you could work on all your life and then pass on to your kids and your kids' kids and all that. So
1: interesting. Yeah. So it, be- it becomes that metaphor for uh, inherited knowledge and, and uh, skills that are passed down through generations and you know, the tree it, itself, the family tree. Oh, so the family <laughs> should There you go, perfect. Karate Kid minute. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, this he tells Daniel to close his eyes and to trust. And the script says Daniel hesitates for a moment, but something in the old man's face is reassuring. Hmm. So I thought that was good. Uh, Marita pulls that off. That trustworthy face. Yeah, he's just. Oh, he's got the kindest face, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, the last time <laughs> when he <laughs> glared at him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I don't know if you have anything. You guys have anything else for... Well,
0: I uh, just was about wondering about the dialogue. Like, okay. the way his broken English, Miyagi's broken English. Like,
2: mm.
0: I'm, I'm wondering if it was written like that, or if that, they just trusted Pat Morita to take the script and do something that sounded authentic, or it was... Or sounded okay to him. I'm just wondering if it was a white guy like writing out broken
2: Japanese. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, ah. <laughs> I mean, the the draft I have, it is written like that. Mm. Um, but I uh, I will say that, uh, you know, spoilers for future minutes. But uh, the person that inspired uh, Pat Morita. Uh, he kind of was modeling the speech and the mannerisms after this guy. So we'll we'll get into that later this week.
0: Um, Yeah. If the screenwriter is like really familiar with somebody who actually spoke like that, that's a little bit better. Yeah.
2: yeah, And and again, like, I mean, we've, you know, I'm sorry if you weren't here for this, but the, the, the teacher that he had <laughs> just subscribe. You'll hear uh, <laughs> uh, uh, his teacher, you know, was apparently was a Miyagi type. Uh, he, he was he was trained by a crease a, a type and then he got a Miyagi type. And uh, and it seems like, he, you know, so maybe that was the way that his teacher talked, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, know. Hmm. Uh, My only other note is that Daniel may be a vampire because he needed to be invited in.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Robin,
1: you lured me in for another vampire movie. Dang it. This is minute 107 of Friday Night (laughs) Minute. Not again.
2: (sighs) All right. So let's get into our... uh, Monday question, Father David. I got to ask you, when did you first see the Karate Kid? What, what, what happened during that time? When did you see it? Well, what's the huge story
1: here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, the the huge story of the first time that I saw Karate Kid uh, was that I saw it for the first time this year. Uh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> so uh, I I was more than happy to be invited on the show. Like, oh, Karate Kid, I love that movie. That's great. And then I sat down to watch it and as I'm watching this first half hour unfold I'm thinking, I've seen this movie, haven't I? But none, none of this is familiar <laughs> at all. I thought there was, there was like a lot more karate in this yeah. movie than, than there, where when does the karate? Ha- okay. Well, okay. And then we got to the training montage. Okay. Yeah. I remember, I remember this, but boy, there was a lot there at the beginning that I didn't recall. And it turns out, this is a movie I thought I saw several times, just <laughs> because so much of it has seeped into my brain through cultural osmosis. Wow! Uh, so you weren't thinking of... of a different movie completely, like the no.
2: Trip- I was waiting for you to say, but it turned out to be the remake that I saw. <laughs> no, no, I have
1: no. I, it. I just. I've known so much about the highlights of this movie. Wax on yeah. wax off, the flying crane kick, uh the headband, Danielson, Mr. Miyagi, all those things have just been a part of my uh my American cultural atmosphere and I just never sought out the movie because I thought I had already seen it. So, <laughs> it was delightful to to sit down and watch this movie for the first time as it oh, turns that's
2: awesome. out. Yeah. So did you watch it all the way through or did you just watch the first half hour?
1: No, I, I, I watched it all the way through because awesome. I, so I was sure any minute karate was going to happen. I thought, OK, <laughs> for sure, there, there's going to be karate. And, and there were there were fits and starts of it there in the, in the first yeah. 45 minutes or so just to tease me along. But uh, the, uh, the the whole movie was was just it was a lot more it was a lot more laid back than I was expecting um it was yeah, especially not an it, action movie no it's not um which you know with the name of the karate kid that's what I was expecting but again i've I've seen more kung fu movies than I have seen the karate kid movies yeah uh, so with those i'm I'm just accustomed to all of a sudden bad guys rush in from every possible <laughs> window yeah. and door and oh, a big old scrum breaks out this is much more about the kid than the karate in in mm-hmm. the title much more about daniel coming into his own and finding his own inner strength and like i said this relationship of miyagi and daniel as they enter into this student and mentor relationship that is showing hints of a a father and son kind of dynamic as well
2: that's so cool um yeah yeah well i mean we'll talk a bit more about uh what you thought about towards the end of the movie Mm. um on friday's uh podcast but Mm. uh i'm so glad i got somebody to watch
1: the (laughs) the karate kid (laughs) it it was a great surprise like oh i've seen this movie oh i haven't seen this movie hey this movie's pretty good (laughs) Uh, you you, you've seen rocky
2: right this is the same i have seen rocky yes so he's got that he's got that slow pace underdog Mm -hmm. (laughs) thing going on um cool uh one last thing I'm going to throw in here because we never get this and I want to encourage people to start sending stuff in but we got a, we got a bit of fan mail here uh Ooh, Matt we, mail time uh mainly because uh he brought up something in the group and, in our Facebook group and, and I was like oh I'll write in about it but then he wrote in a nice uh compliment and then he wrote in again with his uh his thing he wanted to share, I asked him to share, but let, let, let's get into the compliments first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> This is just just a bit of mail. I I appreciate it reading. This is from Francisco. He says, Greetings, everyone. This is Francisco from San Diego, California, and I just wanted to thank you for providing the best and most entertaining Karate Kid podcast around. I've been trying to find this particular Movies by Minute podcast and was ecstatic to find it had gone live at the end of June. I've been a fan of this film for as long as I can remember. I was born the same year as the film was released, 1984. My parents have many photos of me when I was younger, wearing a gi and bandana to bed, as well as attempting the crane kick stance. (laughs) As odd as this may sound, in the early to mid 90s, my dad and I were at a local cemetery paying respects to a family. And we happened to encounter Pat Morita filming a pilot for a show that never got picked up. Since we weren't expecting anything this exciting to happen at a local cemetery, we didn't have a camera or something to be used for autograph purposes to validate the experience. Pat was so generous to meet this small crowd of passersby as I was able to thank, thank him, Mr. Miyagi, for all his help from what he taught in the film. Granted, I was thanking the character because I couldn't differentiate between the actor and the player at the time. <laughs> he responded with a bunzai which still gives me <laughs> chills. <laughs> Remembering as well as telling me to do good in school and to listen to my dad. Oh. Thank you both for the righteous work that you do. Can't wait for the following minutes after minute eight. Nice timing, Ma. Yeah, so. <laughs> Very <laughs> our, cool. Our release schedule is, uh, we, we're, we're about eight weeks ahead. So, yeah. <laughs> francis is gonna be waiting a long time to hear that right but yeah we appreciate that
0: that's pretty awesome except picks, or it (laughs) didn't (laughs) happen oh
2: come on
0: that's a great
1: heartwarming story i believe believe
2: him how old was he it says uh he was born in 1984 and so
0: how old was he at that time like where he he couldn't differentiate mr miyagi from the
2: actor he said early to mid-90s, so uh, he was probably like 8 to 10 years old, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, that's cool. <laughs>
2: uh, so he said something about, like, knowing about the three eyes, which uh, there is a T-shirt that Daniel wears at the, uh, towards the beginning of the movie that says the three eyes. And Matt and I were trying to figure out what the heck the three eyes were. We couldn't find anything about it on the Internet other than buy a Daniel LaRusso three eyes t-shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but what does it mean? I
2: don't know what it means. Um, he's He said he had a theory about it. It's more like uh, he just wanted to point out some interesting stuff. He said there's something about eyes in this movie. Uh, we have Lucille talking about Daniel's baby browns. He says, uh, said with such emotion by Mr. Miyagi, concentrate, look eye, always look eye. And then he said the uh, eye of the tiger originally was written for this movie. And I just wanted to say no, that it was written for Rocky three, yeah. um, but moment of truth by survivor was also written for karate for, for Rocky three, but then they <laughs> didn't use it and they put it in this movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so a bit of early trivia for, for folks. Um, but I will add, since we're on the minute, uh, close eyes might be another <laughs> eye thing. So maybe there it is. So I think Francisco is theorizing that there's just something about eyes in this movie. And maybe the t-shirt was made to, to, to theorize about that. I have no
1: idea. <laughs> so, uh, all right. have so, to theorize some more about that. Yeah. The, oh,
2: <laughs> that was a good one. You got that. That good. That good. <laughs> All right, everybody close your eyes. Envision ending this episode. Now keep your eyes closed until Wednesday. That goes for you too. <laughs> listeners. I don't care if you're driving. Oh God,
1: <laughs> it's, it's gone dark. <laughs> Literally. Uh, <laughs> Good
2: luck, everyone.
1: Where's the tree? <laughs>
2: Thank you so much for joining us. Father David, you want to come back on Wednesday for another Karate Kid Maybe we'll have a few
1: people left listening. <laughs> oh, I, I I've got to finish trimming my tree. I got to come back and finish that on Wednesday. I, I would love to ha- be back. If you'd have me
2: <laughs> definitely.
1: You want to let everybody know where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at @fr_mowry. That's F-R-M-O-W-R-Y And uh, why don't you uh, tell me when you first saw Karate Kid and, and whether you were in my situation or not where you knew the movie before you actually saw it
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah So many movies are uh, such uh, cultural osmosis for sure yeah. Alright, well until next time Close eyes Trust.